Welcome back to the Million Potty, One in a Million. How are you? And we're here with Big Shaq, Shaquille Maharaj. How you been? Yeah, good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. What have you been up to today? Oh, not too much, man. I was building IKEA furniture earlier, so yeah. um, a bit as stressed. You, but as you do. Yeah, nah, all good, all good now. Settling into Perth? Yeah, man. It's good to be back. I've been back now uh, since October. Yeah. Kind of got my coaching business up and running now, so... No getting into the swing of things, but now that borders are open, I'm looking to travel again. Changes, yeah. yeah Is so. this the longest you've been home for a while? Uh, like actually, a whole string of months. Oh, COVID, uh, when it first hit in 2020, I was yeah. actually home for like a whole year. And yeah. that was the longest since I left home when I was 17. And you were doing coaching back then or not really? Uh, I was trying to, but it was very small scale. I had like two clients. So yeah. uh, it's, it's grown a lot since then. And, Do you have yeah. a name for the, for the business? Yeah, it's Coach Shack. So, Coach Shack. I yeah. saw you want to do some merch on, on your Instagram today. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm doing a bit of merch when I uh, I'm heading to San Francisco uh, in three yeah. weeks. So I'm taking the kid to play AAU over there. So just getting kind of, dripped out, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Well, your exactly. name is Shaquille Maharaj. Yeah. People don't know it's like Maharaj in Hindi means king. Yeah. So, yeah. I could, so you could call yourself like King Shack if you yeah. wanted, you know. Like, I, I really could, like man. King Bron. Yeah, you know, if the if the brand starts to progress a bit, maybe I'll change it up. Yeah, change it up. But <laughs> is, that, is that like too full of yourself, or you think like that's just? Uh we'll see. We'll see how basketball goes. You yeah. know, I'm still, I still got a lot of years left to play. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Because how you're only twenty four, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to be twenty five in uh, in a couple of days now. Wednesday, oh, I turn. Happy birthday! Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything planned or COVID's uh, kind of ruined everything? COVID's right? kind of ruined it, man. So because I'm traveling, I've got to present negative tests before I leave. Yeah, you don't so, don't want to risk it. Yeah, I don't want to risk it. You'd um, rather go to San Fran. Yeah, I'd rather I'd P- rather travel. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So yeah. So you were in Perth until you were seventeen. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I did high school here played junior basketball here. Yeah. And then I decided to move to Melbourne. Melbourne basketball culture is great. Just the it's, it's in, pretty big there. Yeah. Yeah. The intensity that they train out, the style of training, um, the coaching there, it's all much better than any of the other states. So I wanted yeah. to be in that environment. So definitely new level in Melbourne. Oh yeah. It's and it's then, been like that for years and you know, the Victoria Metro team is like one of the strongest teams. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then even like a newer level when you go to America, you yeah. go overseas. Oh yeah. How hard do they train there? Oh, it's it's more often the volume is more, the intensity is yeah. more, and you know, you just you have to adapt. And for a lot of those guys, it's it's kind of life or death. I know it yeah. sounds serious and it sounds deep, but it's yeah. really true. But I think I was listening to the one with Eric before the, the yeah. potty, and you were saying like it's kind of like their only choice, right? Like they're trying Absolutely. to get out of situations in like uh, backgrounds which are really tough to grow up in. And even yep. tougher to escape that kind of like lifestyle where it just keeps going generation to generation. Yeah, no doubt. I don't know if you've watched, it's a Last Chance You, yeah. the basketball thing on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I've just watched bits and pieces of it, but like you see all these kids and they're like, the coach is almost like their dad. Oh, you know, 100%. it's like a family environment. And yep. then like, they're just trying to make it to college. Yeah. And trying to beat like the system really. Yeah, it, it is beating the system, man. And it's actually funny that you bring that up because I went to junior college in California for yeah, a year yeah. before I moved to Canada. And I played in, in Canada for my last three years. But in Cali, that team that um, was on that Netflix series, they were actually in our... In your conference? Not in our conference. They were in our league. Okay. So they were Southern California. I was Northern California. So it's a lot of teams then, hey? It's like, oh, there's heaps. So much. It, it's funny. I was actually just having a chat to my friend on the way here. And I'm saying the population of California is more than 
Australia as a whole. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like 30, 50 million or 40 It's million? like 30 something million in Cali. And we only got like 27 million here yeah. in Australia. Yeah, if like, that yeah, even. If that, yeah. Exactly. Probably like 25 mil. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and everyone there is like big into basketball. Yeah. Here it's kind of like basketball's like a second tier sport, you would say. Yeah. But it's definitely growing. Oh, it's growing It's rapidly. taking numbers away from cricket for sure. Taking yeah. numbers away from like pretty much all sports. Yeah. Especially aside from in the summer. AFL. Yeah. Aside from AFL, yeah. of course. But like, yeah, did you find that like basketball was kind of emerging when you were growing up? Yeah, it was... Uh, it's not I, at the level it was like right now. Yeah, see, it's different, man, because the way I put it into perspective for, for the kids that I coach at least, I say, you know, we we had one division at each club. Yeah. So I know we got an East Perth jersey here, so I grew up playing for East Perth and also... Shout out East Perth, yeah. yeah. Shout out East <laughs> Perth. Um, but, you know, and you've got Willerton around the corner here. Yeah, but 100%. Example... In under 14s, if you didn't make the under 14s team, there was no division two. Yeah, there you was go, no division you three. You go play tennis or something. Yeah, you, know? you go play tennis. You go play social basketball, something else. Yeah. So it was more competitive in that aspect. But now there's like four or five divisions. So again, I guess in a weird way, it's more competitive still because yeah. there's so many more people. Yeah, exactly. So you got to fight for your spot. You got to fight for your spot. Yeah. Um, and you know, for the most part, people are not happy or not content with with where they are yeah so you know if you're not gonna be in the first division you're probably not happy with second yeah exactly um, but at least you get an opportunity to play whereas for us it was if you didn't have the opportunity to then play no then opportunity even practice yeah and you're big on like if you're not playing you can't get better like yeah. practice only gets you so far yeah absolutely yeah so i've, I've definitely said that plenty of times and <laughs> a year Broken record there 100%. yeah uh it, it was it was something that I chose to to pay attention to when I was choosing my my school after California. Okay. And I had a couple yeah. different offers, and you know some people get caught up like they want in to the go. name or yeah. even in the uh, division. Yeah. So I know you you played for a D two team in in Canada. In, yeah. In Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people will say, "Oh no, well I'll tell play everyone." D1. Yeah, I'll tell everyone I play Division One, and then but you're on the bench. Yeah, yeah, all your mates are looking at your box score, and they're like, "Oh, well, why are you not playing?" And you say, yeah. "Oh, politics or something." You know, yeah, like, politics. My coach hates. <laughs> yeah, some, something like that. But <laughs> I chose to you know stay in my lane, and I knew that uh, if I if I wanted to develop and give myself the best experience, I had to go somewhere where the coach had my best interest in mind and where I was actually going to play. Yeah, so, so you yeah. got a good game time there. Yeah, great. From the time I got there till the end, and I finished super strong. So you were like averaging 15 and 12 in the first year? Oh, I was 15 right? and 15 6. 15 and, and 6. And that, that, that's like good numbers, and then yeah. they weren't happy. Yeah. And then you went even to like a, another level. Yeah. Still weren't happy. Yeah. And, and then, then only in your third year, you kind of got some recognition, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So How the hard league. How did you get recognition there, like overseas or oh. just in the basketball world anywhere? Man, it's it's so tough because, as you say, the the sport's growing now. Yeah. So, as it grows here in WA, it's growing over east, and we just talked about Victoria being strong. So you imagine it's growing over there, and the players are already better over there. Yeah. You got even more competition. So, uh, you know, it, it's tough. And I, I spent twenty nineteen and twenty twenty training with the Wildcats, um, which was a great experience. Yeah. Uh, but I got cut. Uh, so actually the first time I got injured before I was going to college and I always planned to go back to college. Yep. So I was training with them in the interim, but I got injured and I didn't get to spend the, the early preseason with them. And then the following year I actually got, got cut. I thought I was going to get a development player spot and it unfortunately didn't work out. out. 
So yeah. yeah, just kind of spent spent about six months with them, and then they, you know, COVID was still around at that point, so they kind of just let us go slowly, and yeah, never yeah, uh, rough. never got to explore that. And then I played in Adelaide after, and again coming back, you know, trying and that to get, was NBL one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So NBL one over there, and I was I was trying to get over with the 36ers because they were interested in me too. Yeah, and the coach got fired. And then, like, it's it's all about connections, isn't it? So yeah. like, the coach gets fired. You don't know the new coach. Yeah. He just, he just went, oh, you're like a random bloke off the street, really. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like... And it's, it's kind tough. of... Yeah, it's kind of who was who was going to vouch for me. Yeah. Uh, I had a few people vouching for me. And even then, you know... Because you even said stats don't even matter or, like, like whatever, like, your talent doesn't matter. It's, like, almost being part of a winning team. Yeah. Having the winning mentality. And then also just, like, who you know if they're going to back you. Yeah. Yeah. So, stats... You know, I've put up 20 points a year for the past four years I've played, whether yeah. it's been here or in Canada. So, I mean, people know I can score the basketball. Yeah, that's yeah. not an issue. We'll put some clips up, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, if, if you let us. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Yeah. You, you can. All, all my clips are on YouTube. But, you know, all those highlights, all those dunks, all those stats, and here I am still making a push, you know, for the ultimate goal of playing you know, high level basketball and, yeah. and, and and making a living off professional basketball. You know, I've 100%. been paid been paid to play, but I can't I can't sit here and say that I can live off that. And that's something yeah. you know, okay. when you're passionate about something and you love it so much you want to be able to be able to do it for, for, for a living. living. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't so, feel like you're working at all. Exactly. You and fortunately like- fortunately for me I'm able to coach. Yeah. You know which is also like a big passion of yours. Yeah. Right? It, it, I, I'm definitely passionate about it, you know bringing bringing up the young the younger athletes and the next generation but yeah uh i'm a player before i'm a coach so you know i would would love to have the experience of of making a living off basketball and not have to do both of those things um especially while i'm young right after you retire you know i think i'll definitely transition into some sort of coaching when do you think retirement ages or it's just different for everyone oh different for everyone we see the longevity with uh uh lebron oh yeah how old is he he's almost 40 yeah, almost 40. I mean, you saw the man today, 56 points. 56 points. Like, well, now they know when we're recording this, but 56 points. Curry dropped about 30. Yeah. And like, yeah, insane. Yeah. So that's insane numbers for someone who is nearing their retirement it's age. It's insane numbers for anyone. Yeah. On any day. Yeah. You know, even so, if in the like, absolute prime. Absolutely. And then 56. Yeah. When you're so, like almost 40. Yeah. You have a son who's like fully 17 or 18 <laughs> or what, however old Bronny Jr. is. Yeah. Do you think he'll play with LeBron? I think LeBron wants it to happen. I mean, as as everyone would know, I think he does want it to happen. Yeah. But you know, it's probably a matter of how how LeBron holds up. But yeah, as I was going to say, he's you know, it's different for everyone. LeBron spends yeah. so much money on his recovery, and uh, you know, I don't not know. everyone has that. Yeah, yeah, no one, no one has the access to those resources. Like we were talking about cryotherapy. Yeah, yeah. Like he probably has one in his house, or he, I'm, I'm sure he yeah, definitely he does. He would do. He would do. How much does it cost a session for a regular person? Yeah. Hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, each session. Yeah, you just so, can't compete with that kind no. of thing. You know, he's exactly. a billionaire. Yeah, so yeah. it's um yeah it's 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 different for everyone, but you know like the the knowledge that people have nowadays of recovery and the importance of it, I feel like athletes coming up now might be able to prolong their careers a little bit. Yeah. I feel like, you know, our our parents and But do you think people like people are just living longer in general? Like health has just expanded. I think I think as it we is learn more about it. I think it is. Yeah. I'm I'm sure you can agree like our parents don't really value health as well as much yeah. as we do. Well there was like there's like a huge wave right now in fitness. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Yeah. 
but I think I know you're big on sleep as well. Sleep health will become a massive thing in like ten years time. Huge. Like Huge. Pe- people kind of compare on the Apple Watch. Oh, I did twelve thousand steps today. Oh, like I went to the gym this morning. Yeah. But like in ten years time, we're just gonna be like, oh, I got eight and a half hours of sleep last yeah. night. Like, and it's it's you know? very. I mean, it's not really surprising. I shouldn't even say that. It's more shocking how many people have like suffer from a lack of sleep. But is it kind of like self-inflicted because you think you're like kind of hard, so to speak? Yeah. Like you're like, oh, I slept four hours. You know, I'm grinding hard. I, it could. It really could be but your like output that. Uh, decreases significantly. Oh, significantly. You, yeah. And I mean, you don't really see it firsthand. I, I guess. I mean, some people are okay with losing their Sunday to have a night out, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had I've had teammates who would play the game and then as soon as the game's done it's like oh where are we going for for drinks and i'm like hold on i got sunday sundays are for my laundry for my meal prep and you know for, yeah. my, for my own time i it's do my... everyone's priorities are different i suppose yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, no it, it's different for everyone but i think you are right sleep is going to become a huge huge thing huge thing prolonged retirement then yeah but people probably start working later like regular jobs yeah well i mean yeah like yeah. have you ever thought of getting like a regular job or ever had a regular job I don't think I could ever do it. Uh, I mean, I, st- I studied kinesiology and I'm still yet to finish it yeah. because of, you know, COVID and all the crazy things happening in the world. So I do you have to go back couldn't... to the, your university that you were at to uh, finish it or you can do it here? Or... I'm hoping I'm hoping to be able to do it here. Uh, yeah. It's proving to be difficult. The where dean, would that be? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out at the moment. So the dean okay. has been pretty... Uh, pretty strict on what yeah what the course description and the course um whatever the course entails here he wants it to match up almost identically and i thought i found courses that had but i guess not so, so it was too easy yeah so uh yeah I was, I was just telling you that before so it's uh it's unfortunate that he's making it really difficult but you know it's something that i do want to do uh i think I've, I've worked too hard to, to not leave with something. Yeah, well, um, I mean, you've got two units left and a degree is what, like 18, no, oh, 24 units? It's Yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah. like, you've already done 22 units, basically, yeah. if not more. Yeah, probably it's probably been more. And that's, what, two and a half years? Two, like, more than that, even? It's more. It's Three years. Four years. Yeah, four years. Yeah, so okay, I've, actually, yeah. I've actually been studying for seven years. Yeah, because like, you've been doing, like... Like yeah, intermission and whatever. So I went like, to Melbourne when I was in Melbourne. I was studying. Yeah. So I had where I was did that at? Two years at Victoria University. Okay. Yeah. I was doing a diploma there. I didn't get to finish because I got my offer to go to California. So how old were you when you got the offer? Uh, Nineteen. And then you got the offer. You got a call. Yeah. And, and you're then like, right, I'm leaving. I was like, Yeah, I got to go. It was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. Yeah. When I got to Cali, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do that sports science kinesiology kind of realm. Yeah. Got set up with that. Did a year of kines. Then had to move again. Went to Canada. Nothing transferred. Yeah. So, so start again. were you studying in Canada? So you were studying. Yeah, again. studying. So yeah. But you had to start again. again. Start again. Yeah. So that was so that was two years in Melbourne, and then that was one more year in uh, in Cali. So if you think about it, he's re- you've already done basically a whole degree because like a yeah. business degree now yeah. is three years. That's so it. you pretty much could have been done at nineteen. Yeah. Or at twenty. Yeah. And then you had to restart restart and then i did four years and i still haven't finished so yeah. as you can probably imagine i'm just frustrated at this point and it's just like to go back especially the way they would want me to go back if i went back to canada it would be one unit in each semester oh like my god i would have to find so a whole year yeah i'd have to find a regular job over there yeah 
my life, my whole life would, would it would feel change. like I'd be going backwards for yeah, for a little what? bit, hundred percent. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be playing. Would you be playing there? Or you don't? No, I can't meet the requirements. Yeah, because I've been paid. Because you've been paid. Yeah. What? So, can you break that down for me? So I'm no longer an amateur. So okay, so you were playing for free. In college, you, you yeah, play for you, free. Well, you but get, you get your everything's paid degree for. paid for, yeah. which like kind of is worth it. Yeah, especially with the fees in America and Canada, yeah. kind of. So you yeah, you're on scholarship. So mine would have yeah. been almost twenty thousand per year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good then. Yeah, but so, then obviously you didn't finish your degree, so it's kind of like damn. Yeah. So I do. I, I mean, I haven't I haven't got it yet, but I have a diploma. Like yeah. I just need to put the paperwork through to receive it. Yep. Um, so I've completed that, but I don't know how I can look back. It's well, you know, with the way things have panned out, it's it just worked out differently. But yeah. it's hard. I, I shouldn't say I can't see myself looking back. It's more, it's hard to look back and say, "Damn, seven years for a diploma." A yeah. diploma you can do in like a year. Some some diplomas you can do in like yeah. a year, right? So it's just one of those things, but you know, I'm happy with the way things worked out because basketball has constantly progressed. Yeah. Which whereas, is the main thing. Yeah. That's the main focus. Yeah. Really. That, that's well, just like on the background. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's my main thing. My sure. parents would say otherwise. Yeah. So. Well, that's like an old generation kind of thinking, isn't it? Yeah. Like money has to come from a degree Yeah. and then it's got to be a job. That's it. You know? Exactly. And it can't go the other way around. Yeah. And it definitely can't just be like a job that you made out of thin air, which no. is kind of like what you did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It definitely is. And you, you created know. your own market. Absolutely. And I suppose that's what you're doing at Lab 46 in Adelaide, like yep. past players or players that are still playing, coaching younger kids. Yes. And that's kind of like your business model, yeah? Yeah, it is. And often you'll find junior basketball in most states are run by or coached by parents. Yeah. So dads. Even um, most sports, like yeah. AFL teams, club teams, even district teams or Colts, yeah. as they would say in AFL, is like kind of coached by someone's dad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's important to to recognize and understand that we do have people in the community that have been through the process. Yeah. They understand what it takes and they've learned from someone and who that has also done just, that. You can't yeah. pay for it. You can't. You exactly. Know? So I think clubs with whatever sport you're in, I think it's important to remember those people and try to retain those people yeah. within within your community, whatever sport it is, because they definitely have valuable knowledge to pass down to the next generation you know you're asking a dad to and and no disrespect to the dads <laughs> out there but you're asking a dad to to teach a sport and they may never have played it or they have a, a son or daughter on a team and it's kind of a conflict of interest right 100 percent massive need, conflict of interest you need when you're a coach you need my to, dad did coach my cricket team but we'll leave that there for now <laughs> yeah and and it gets it gets weird i'm sure you know your teammates would have been like your teammates parents would have been like oh well he's just playing because his dad's the coach yeah. blah, blah, blah. you know you can mitigate that by just hiring someone who has played before has yep. good knowledge and is going to be able to make your kids better because that's what it's about exactly. at the end of the day yeah you guys are priceless for the kids Oh, and for the community, yeah. really. Yeah, and I, I learned that every single day. You know, the the, the yeah, most uh, the most fulfilling part of my job is being able to speak to a kid the week after he had just played a game. And I say he because I've got mostly guys. I've got yeah. a couple girls, um, and you know they. 
they'll come to me and they'll say, Shaq, you know, the, the, the moves that we worked on last week, I tried it Paid and off in the game. my ankle broke someone <laughs> or like I was getting yeah, so many buckets about, on yeah. this. And, and that, that brings me joy because I can see that, you know, they enjoy the sessions and then they're able to enjoy the success that they have yeah. translating that practice in, into game. So 100%. yeah, it, it's, it's really good and it's rewarding, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's super rewarding and I'm, I'm forever grateful for the opportunity. And you know, when you, when you invest your time and good energy into it, yeah, more comes to you. And I'm at a point now where I've got so many clients, Definitely. man, I, I've literally got a waiting list. I'm telling yeah. people, that's the only crazy. reason I can't coach your kid is because I'm going to be I eating. No time. Yeah, I'm going to be, be eating, eating dinner. Coaching. Yeah, I'd be eating dinner at like 9, 10 yeah. p.m. if I have to coach your kid. Yeah, that's so, just not healthy. And uh, Yeah, it's not healthy. So yeah, you got to take You want to give 100%. Yourself. Yeah, you don't want to like kind of spread yourself too thin yeah. and like you like, don't do as well as a coach and then like your reputation gets ruined, that kind of thing. Absolutely. That's, if you that's want huge. To do something, do it properly, yeah? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's why 100%. we said spend money on mics. <laughs> yeah, spend money on podcast equipment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. do it properly now exactly. but for me man it was just like i want to i want to provide a service that's quality yeah so exactly i wouldn't spread myself thin to make what a few extra bucks because it's not about yeah. the money exactly you make more money when you're passionate about something and you give it your all and you won't yeah. even see it you won't exactly. see it directly but it'll come 100 percent. it'll come and it's all about the kind of like energy in the universe you're you big on that like karma yeah. that kind of thing huge yeah my, my mom is definitely big on it and as much as uh she will tell you that i disagree i it, it slaps me in the face every time and yeah I'm like, yeah okay she's right she's right you yeah know? i see karma always playing out when i'm like in traffic yeah i race to the sp- to like you know I'm, I'm driving yeah yeah like you know we we'll, won't say how fast but like we're driving <laughs> and then you get to the traffic light and then the guy that you just like took over is like right next, right to, next you. to you yeah it happens so many times <laughs> i you know? know yeah and you're just like oh you can never win yeah you have to do stuff in like a good like with good faith absolutely absolutely yeah. so yeah now for me it's you know i would i would never i would never do the job if i wasn't doing it 100 percent. yeah so it's important for me to to continue to maintain that whether i'm running individual sessions whether i'm running holiday camps so i run holiday camps yep. too and i know i've got one person that i trust and his name is justin king and we run our camps together and we've talked about expanding because people we could expand we could make more money you have another person yeah but it's hard to find someone yeah hard to find someone that you can trust and that can deliver should, a quality service it's, it's just about the vibe isn't it you can't really interview someone and be like all right yeah he played here or whatever yeah you're like all right sick but like you need to have that like kind of like click on like a newer level like an emotional level i suppose absolutely and just you talk about the energy that you bring right yeah. like that's that's a it's big a huge part. thing and there's a lot of americans that come over here to play there's a lot of australians here that play and that are good but they can't coach yeah and you got to have a touch for it and some some guys just don't have it and it's yeah. not it's not a bad thing and it's not like i'm 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 hating on them or talking shit, but you just yeah. have to have a touch. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a touch. Uh, yeah. And I, I love helping the kids. And when yeah, did you really, kind of like really realize you had it? Uh, I think it was in Melbourne. So I started, actually, this is funny. I started my, my first two weeks in Melbourne. I was like, oh, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't, this money isn't going to be here forever. Went to Coles. <laughs> this uh, this $1,000 that I have in my account. Uh, I was like, okay, what should I do? Got a job at Subway. Yep. Worked a week. Should have uh, bought the actually, Subway uniform. <laughs> <laughs> two, actually, it was two weeks. Okay. And I hated it by the end of the second week. Yeah. I quit. I was like, no, nah, not doing this. 
Did you quit in a quite quite a dramatic fashion, or? Yeah, I told her. I said I'm not showing up to my shift tomorrow. Yeah. Because I got left on that night with five customers waiting, and I was the only one. So I had to make the sandwich, put the transaction through, then go to the front and then make a sandwich, yeah, put yeah. the transaction through. And it was just the slowest process. And I'm like, she's using me. Uh, it's slow. I'm cheap labor. I'm not doing this, right? Yeah, especially if you're 17 in Melbourne or you're yeah. 18. I was turning 18. Okay, so yeah. So like they can pay you like $3 less yeah. than like what 18-year-olds get paid. You do the same so, job because you're basically 18. Exactly. You have the same availability because you finished school. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So they were just using me and I said, nope, I got more talent than that. And I thought, you know, if I, if I focus my energy elsewhere, maybe I could do something else. Yeah. So I had, I had been set up with uh, one coaching session per week already through yep. the club that I was with. Was that like a mandatory thing? Uh, it was paid. It was paid. Um, it wasn't mandatory. It but they thought more, it would help you kind of? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They thought it would help me. And so... Like I help would, you with your own game as well. Uh, it was more kind so. Of. It was more so to give back to that community. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was like a sponsor kind of thing that the club did anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I I was involved in that, which was great, but that helped me expand a little. And then I started coaching school teams. Okay. So, so you found like your niche. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no, I'm I'm enjoying this, and the parents seem to be really happy with with what I'm doing. With what you were doing. Yeah. 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 And I've oh man, I've, I suppose you weren't that much older than the kids, right? So you could kind of connect with them on a different level. Exactly. It's not. It's not like some thirty five year old dude telling you like, you know, like do this, do that. Exactly. You know, you're eighteen. That's so true. Like in a couple of weeks' time, you could probably go clubbing with those lads. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? It's like. It's it's pretty funny because it's like having like a big brother kind of yeah 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 because yeah, we just talked about dads yeah even now we talk I talk to some of my clients' parents uh, I call them clients it's weird like the yeah. kids <laughs> yeah but they are clients yeah they are fair. clients yeah. yeah so um the kids' parents and there's dads that have played good level basketball yeah. and they come to me the dads come to me and say he's not listening to me because I'm just dad and yeah. I said yeah okay fair enough so that's why they come to me for training. Not because yeah. their dad doesn't know anything, but they won't listen. So yeah. finding someone, uh, for parents, finding someone that their child can respect and learn from and want to learn from. Yeah. And I think I've been able to be that person, which is which is great. Do you think like the um, creativity to kind of like branch out of schools and stuff came because you were like in a corner, like you were back into a corner, like you had nothing else to do. You were like, all right, Subway's not going to work. Yeah. I got to make this work. Yeah. Do you think that's where like it like stuff happens when you're outside your comfort zone yeah like you yeah. really got to think i think an element of maybe adversity is a bit too deep of a word but adversity yeah you know where you no i think it's about right yeah honestly, it, yeah it's like i had to do something like yeah. I, I had to do something or i was it's not be quite desperation strike. but it's almost almost yeah. yeah like you couldn't just look at the money in your account and say this is going to be good yeah right so and i was fortunate enough to have a few few guys around me that were I was really good friends with. Uh, they yep. were both from America. So Dylan and Josh, shout out to them. I'm actually going to Josh's wedding in London in May. Oh, yeah. So shout out, um, shout out Mark McGowan for opening the borders. 100%. Um, that's uh, that's going to allow me to go to Josh's wedding. Uh, and you can have no restrictions, hey? No masks. Yeah, no I don't think so. Nothing. I don't think so. So I'm, I'm going to be all good. Um, but it should be good fun. And he's someone that I want to reconnect with because he's been one of my biggest mentors. Yeah. Uh, he's an older, older guy. Uh, sorry, Josh, say older, but he's like <laughs> early 30s. Okay. Yeah. And he's always been someone that I looked up to because he's played in 15 different countries. He played for like 50 or 60 different teams. He's, he's had a, oh, wow. an amazing career. And he was coaching in Melbourne, doing the same sort of thing. 
and it actually happened in a way where once I started doing more coaching, he's like, Shaq, if you want more, I'm starting to get a bit too much and I can't actually fit them in. So if you want to yeah. take over these teams, go ahead. And then I started doing that and that allowed me to make a bit of extra money, which was good. And handy. And you're doing what you love. Yeah, doing what you love. And then that also gave me time in the day to take care of my own things like gym and my yeah, and you own make your own hours. Workouts. When you when you run your own thing, you make yeah. your own hours. Yeah, exactly. And you got the perfect schedule. That's it. That's why I'm enjoying having a business of my own now. Yeah. I'm able to, you know, work on my own terms and have time for myself. And I think it's really important for people to have balance in their life. Yeah. Uh, I was actually having an argument with one of my friends the other day because I just wanted him to have more time for himself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. He was just spreading himself too thin. Just... Yeah, and he's, he's got a family, he's got a wife and a kid. And I said, dude, you need to be able to take time for yourself. Like, I understand that you have responsibilities. Yeah. But People get caught up in it, hey, big time. Up, especially with work, you know. If mm. you, I, I told... <laughs> like, life is like a whole juggling act and no one find, kind of finds time for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I was telling my sister earlier, I said... Because she was trying to submit an assignment. So she's part of a group assignment. Okay. And she's trying to submit everyone's part. Get everyone... Or get ev- On get behalf of them. Yeah, get everyone's things together. And a couple of little girls had work today. Yeah. And so they couldn't do it before the deadline. So they, they copped a penalty. Yeah. Right? So they got 5% knocked off already. But I said to my sister, you need to tell these girls their job doesn't care about them. And it's yeah. the same... Unless you are running your business or you own the company... Yeah you like there's always someone higher that you higher than you sorry that doesn't really care if you die tomorrow or if you leave someone the next week exactly they're going to start interviews on wednesday you (laughs) you die on monday interviews starting on wednesday exactly you know so it's not it's not life or death when it comes to your work sure you can enjoy your work and it can be something that you love to do but you can't get too consumed you too consumed with it to the point where it's like you're it's, it's taking away from other aspects of your life. Yeah. So I'm so big on that. Find a good balance. Yeah, I'm huge on that. How, do you, how do you find your balance? I, I think I schedule me first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's I good. I schedule me first. That's real good. So um, my mom will get a little angry at me if she hears this because there is times where I eat lunch later than I should. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm happy to cop eating lunch at two instead of, you know, 12.30. 12.30, yeah, yeah. Um, but... For the most part, it, it's balance, right? Yeah. And even the other night, I had my COVID jab on Thursday and I had... Booster? Yeah, booster. Yeah. Killed me. My armpit really? was sore as hell. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, ha- had four clients on Friday night and yeah. I said, I canceled the last So time. left arms said, out of action, right hands gone. Yeah, dude. I'm, I, was, I was, yeah, out of commission. And I was yeah, like, like I, can't, I can't do my last two. And that was, you know, I lost out on a bit over a hundred bucks. But, you know, I put me first. And yeah. You got to always like kind of weigh like how much does peace mean to me? Yeah. And how much does, how much is my time worth to myself? 100%. That's what I always think about. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I could work, I could work like five hours on a Sunday. Yeah. But like, how much does that set me back? Yeah. Like, like if I work today, right? I know it's a night podcast, but let's say I work today. Yeah. Instead of filming this podcast, like how much more would I've learned from this podcast? Than working for five hours and making like what, like 120 bucks, whatever it is. Exactly. exactly. You just got to kind of like figure out what your time's worth and 100%. make sure it's worth a lot. Yeah. You know, people kind of undervalue themselves. Yeah. Undervalue their time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And sleep is, sleep is the first thing that goes. Yep. Sleep. And then everything else 
goes from there really exactly you, you don't sleep well and then nothing else flows but yeah it's important it's important to understand you know life is short and yeah i think it's really important to take care of yourself first mindfulness is something that i'm big on 100 so, um, how do you achieve mindfulness or what is just, mindfulness first just putting putting things into perspective right so i have a friend in adelaide he plays for the adelaide 36ers in the nbl yep and he he's big on reading books and and he's huge on mm-hmm. mindfulness and stuff like that. He doesn't he he's someone that I look at and I'm like you don't waste any time. Yeah. He's always optimizing his time, which I really respect. And he we were having dinner one night uh, back when I was there and he was telling me about his journal. So he does a lot of journaling. Now I'm okay. not I'm not at journaling yet. Yeah. There's a few things that I do do. Uh, I'll talk about three things that he told me. Yeah. The first thing was how many days is it until you turn 90? So yeah. it's a counter, right? So you calculate it now and every day you obviously knock off one. Yeah. And if you can see an amount or a number decreasing, it almost puts some sort of pressure on so you. It's a small little bit of stress, not too much, yeah, but, but just enough to get you kind something of Something to say... Out okay, do I want to sit here and watch Netflix for two hours or do I want to read a book Yeah. type thing? Like a lot of people just switch out Netflix for podcasts. Yep. Watch your life just expand, yeah? Exactly. And the second thing is be where your feet are. Okay. And I'm sure, I, I feel like I'm hearing it more these days, so yeah. I thought maybe you would Mindfulness is a massive thing. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. Like it's just kind of be present, yeah? Yeah, be present. So for me, it would be examples. If I'm at practice on a Tuesday night, I'm not worried about oh, what, what, what time do I have to coach tomorrow morning? Yeah. I'm focused on what I'm doing right now. 100%. And yeah. regular kind of jobs always make you just think about what's next. Exactly. Because when you're there, you're so bored. Like you're bored out of your mind. Yeah. You're planning weeks ahead. That's it. So, that's, so that doesn't help with mindfulness one. yeah, at all. Huge one. Yeah. So be where your feet are. And then the last one is what can I do in the next 10 minutes to change my life? Yeah. So you, let's say you're having dinner and you end up sitting on the couch and you've got dirty dishes in the sink. Do yeah. I leave that for tomorrow and make that tomorrow's problem? Or do I get up and do it in 10 minutes and yeah. not have that problem come in with me to tomorrow? Yeah, well, my mum would be happy to hear this, but I yeah. would agree, like just do the dishes. Yeah. And tomorrow morning you start like on the right side of the bed, really. Exactly. Like, exactly. No one wants to wake up, have to do chores straight away. Yeah. And it's it's really it really comes down to, you know, how how determined are you to get it done? Yeah. And right. it depends what your end goal is as well. Yeah. Like what are you gonna use that time for? And that yeah. kind of adds to your end goal. Yeah. What about your like a morning routine? So this kind of stuff's like just like all the time. Like that's a daily kind of thing. For me? Yeah, for you or for him, like what was he saying? Um, well he he's got his own morning routine and I didn't really get to talk to him about about that too much everyone's just pretty much tailored to them yeah, yeah. It, it is and for me what it is definitely is if i have a really early morning coaching session yeah i will get up get showered and ready to go and i go to my session then i come back and i allow myself to to kind of you kind of wake up yeah wake up yeah. decompress and, and get ready for the day okay. so i'll go i'll only ever have one in early morning so it might happen every day, but I'll... What's own... a really early morning for you, like... Oh, like 6 a.m.? Okay, Like yeah. on court, 6 a.m. So you're up by 5, Yeah. so, yeah. yeah. And 
so I'll do that session, then I'll come home, then I'll have breakfast and then yeah. I'll get into my gym work. And then after my gym work, I'll go to my on-court stuff and then any errands that I need to run will be in the afternoon. And once yep. the kids finish school, then, sorry, not my kids. <laughs> not <laughs> don't yet. Have, don't have any kids. <laughs> None that I know of. Uh, once the kids are done school, then I'm straight, you know, to coaching. So starting yeah. at, generally it's four. They can get there for four. So the first session will be from four go till you know seven eight depending on depending on the night some kids like yeah. to some or not like to but they're okay to train late and some kids are just just not but so it's, it's different like the, the kids that train early in the morning probably yeah. different lifestyle to the kids that train yeah last. yeah yeah huge um you know it's it's i always i always ask for a lot of i ask for effort right yeah. So if I can see that a kid is not giving their all or unable to give their all, I'd rather tell the parent, look, let's just knock this session off and let's reschedule it. You know, like, so you're saying you'd really start a session. They're not giving it their all. Oh no, no, no. I'm just saying like, if let's say a kid scheduled morning sessions with me and I'm noticing that he can't, he can't get moving. I'll say, look, let's just change this to an afternoon and he might, might be better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even tomorrow see what works for them yeah tomorrow we've got a public holiday yeah and i've scheduled kids in the morning and i ask two three times before i schedule it is he going to be good for 8 a.m or does he want to sleep in if he wants to yeah. sleep in that's fine i'd rather have him for an hour where he's working because like growth happens like when you want to do it yeah there's no you point know? like Again, it's, it's like the, the simplest like kind of um like analogy i can make for it is let's say your your room's messy yeah it has been for a week Right, it gets yeah. to you, and you're like, "All right, I want to clean my room. I put aside some time on Sunday night." Yeah. Then it's like you wake up Sunday morning. Your mum tells you, "Clean your room." You don't want to do that. Yeah. You do. It for, you leave it for a whole another week. Yeah. Because someone had to tell you. Exactly. But like, if you do something from your own like self, like you want to do it, mm. like it's so much more beneficial. I find. Yeah, definitely, and that's yeah, that that's basically the premise of it. So you know, yeah. I again, it's if I show up. And I coach, I'm going to get my money. Like, yeah, it's that, not about you. It's not about me. It's about them. It's about them. Exactly. So I want them to, to get better. And and some people may not think like that. You know, some people may think, oh, I'm just here to get get my money. That'll fizzle out eventually. Yeah. That client will most likely start to fade out. Right? Yeah. But now, um, you know, now I'm, I'm growing constantly because I give my all and I'm making sure that the child is giving their all too. Yeah, exactly. So, How much do you prioritize your, um, like your client's schoolwork? Because I know when you get like an offer, yeah. you still have to be on top of your schoolwork. Absolutely. And I, I feel like in that, that TV show, Last Chance, a lot of them weren't like doing the schoolwork. They were that, there to play ball. Yeah. And then like, a, like the big problem most of the time with most of the cases, I just kept seeing was like they didn't want to do the work. It's a common theme, yeah. common theme, especially over in the States. They just won't even show up to class. It's not even yeah. about doing the work. They just won't even show up. Uh, and you see it. I don't know if you watch Coach Carter. It's uh, a bit, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a pretty famous movie. It's a basketball movie. And, you know, they, when, when they're talking about the, the athletes not going to their classes, they're like, oh, junior battle. I, I haven't seen him in in months he's like a yeah they, they say <laughs> they i guess the point with almost paying yeah. like them for the grades or whatever yeah like pass them in the class exactly so i know we used to have academic checklists actually yeah so in canada we did because you said i, I think you said in one of the podcasts you're a student athlete 
not an athlete student. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so student, student first. Yeah. You have to be. I mean, I averaged, a, I was a 3.7 GPA. Yeah. So I was actually like doing really well, but the reality was I just, I mean, school in America is kind of easy. Yeah. Um, especially uh, your first two years. Yeah. First okay. two years. The, the, the last two years are probably a little harder, but the first two years are quite easy. If you show up and you apply yourself, typical parent saying, apply yourself. Yeah. But seriously, all I did. Yeah, just right? it's most like organization. Literally. Yeah. Apply myself. That's it. Did the assignments when they needed to be done. And that yeah. was it. Had a great no time. Problem. Still partied. Yeah. Yeah. How's life there? Crazy. You in LA? I was in San, San Francisco, Fran. so North, Northern California. Do you go much into LA? No, I didn't. Not Thankfully, I, I didn't go near there because... Uh, it's a bit demonic. The, the boys went devilish. down there for uh, spring break. Yeah. And oh. yeah, yeah. It, it got wild. It's crazy there. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard the stories. A lot I mean, of people was... are leaving LA now, though. You've seen that? Yeah, yeah. A lot of celebrities are all moving to Texas. Yeah. I think mostly weird. when this COVID stuff started, Yeah. the LA, like the governor or whatever it is, like he was pretty harsh on it. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, the Texas is, like, rule free. Yeah, free. It's chill out there. Yeah. But, yeah, San Fran was good, man. College parties, exactly like the movies. Movies? Yeah. Yeah. We went to a New Year's party. Insane. I've never seen so many people in one house. Yeah. I, I walked in the front door, and I was, like, back against the door. Like, when the door it's closed, crazy. I was, like, back against the door. And people were just going wild in there. Yeah? Yeah. They party harder than here? Way harder. Way harder. Way harder. Like, I've never had... I've never experienced anything like it. Even in Canada, actually. Like, we used to have... I mean, we had a double-story house. It was six bedrooms. Yeah. And it was just basketball players. So, we had six basketballers in this house. And we used to host all the parties. Yeah. Man, imagine... I mean, even even this house. Imagine 70 people in this house. Yeah, it'd be crazy. We used to have 70 people at our parties, generally. Yeah, just chaos. Do you go to Miami or anywhere else? In- I didn't, unfortunately. I would really love to go to Miami one day. Yeah, um, go see it. Yeah. Pain that that place is like really, it's going crazy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I also, I mean, this was more when I was like an adult, I guess, more of an adult. Yeah. I was 22, 23. Uh, I went to New York for Christmas and New Year's. So I spent New Year's in New York on a rooftop, which yeah. was surreal, man. Like looking down on New York, from a rooftop New yeah. Year's Eve it's like oh New York looks crazy New York is is crazy and I would have lived not even a quarter of the life that most of the people live there you know what I mean like the yeah the, even as a touristy experiences that you have I couldn't imagine living you can't really go into it fully yeah like I couldn't imagine living in New York life so busy so busy you wouldn't I couldn't imagine having a car and driving around Oh, you have to walk everywhere. They walk yeah. everywhere, don't they? Walk or subway. Subway. Has yeah. system there. It's a good system. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it has its pockets of dangerous places and, you know... Yeah, well, as is everywhere, I suppose. Yeah, characters get a bit shady when you get down yeah, certain we, ends. We've got the SJs at the train station here, you know, it's a similar <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, different type of knives versus guns, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, no, it was, uh, it was a really good experience. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I spent Christmas and New Year's there. And um, like, what was like the uh, like the fashion and the rap scene in New York compared to San Fran, or kind of similar? Yeah, fashion was huge. Oh, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, San Francisco. The best way I can describe San Francisco is hipster. Yeah, hipster and hippie. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, bit of, bit of both. They're a bit alternative over there, but New York is New York. Like yeah. Mecca, big. 
um, big time fashion. Uh, in terms of the rap scene, I don't think I could really give you much insight on that because I didn't really see much of it. Uh, one thing you'll know if you've been to the States, you walk a sidewalk and in places like Vegas and LA and New York, people will be handing out their mixtapes. Everyone's trying to become a damn rapper out there. Yeah. So it's it's kind of funny. It's pretty that. correlated with basketball though. Yeah. Like I know you've talked about it a few times, but like rap and fashion now. Like yeah. You see like NBA players, they walk in. Firstly, rappers are watching the games all the time. All the you time. know, Drake, all of them, yeah. they're always courtside. Rappers always want to play ball. Always can see him. Then then you got like the like the whole Migos, Drake, I think Sway Lee. Yep. They all like kind of have their own not like a tournament, but they always play at each other's houses. Yep. And some of them are pretty good. Like, some I don't know if, really I don't know if you've good. seen Quavo or Drake, they can play. Quavo and Drake can play uh Quavo especially, yeah. Yeah, Quavo's nice. He's good. Two chains? Yeah. Two chains is pretty good. And Dave East actually played Division One basketball. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know if you know Dave East. Not the UK Dave. No, no, no. Okay, Dave yeah, East. I was about to say the UK Dave's yeah. like five four. No, no, no. Yeah. Dave East, he um he he's uh, he's a rapper. A bit aggressive, but he's uh, he's he can hoop. Yeah, that for sure. And then, like, so they're walking in, they're listening to rap music. Mm-hmm. They're about to see the rappers because the rappers are courtside. Yeah, they're best mates of the rappers. Yeah. Um, and then they're like wearing like they're dripped out. Yeah, head out. to toe. Always. Always, you know, and they got like they got chains, they got everything. Everything, yeah. Like, they got hundred thousand dollar earrings. Yeah. Four hundred thousand dollar like rings. It's next level, man. It's next level, and it it makes you it makes you realize how different life is for those kind of people. Yeah, when you're over there, do you think it's possible to be like not a superficial person or someone that cares about like fashion and stuff like that, but you still have to rep it because otherwise you're gonna lose out like fans and stuff like that. Like you've seen how big like like all the basketball players they kind of become brands on themselves. Yep. If that makes sense, like yeah. LeBron's a brand. Yep. Curry's a brand now. Ja Morant he's become like a brand. He's, he's getting there. Yeah. Lamelo's a huge brand these yep. days. Yeah. Yeah. I think, for example, someone like, actually, yeah, this is a great this is a great example. Someone like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Someone who's really simple. Very humble. Yeah. Very humble. I know they spoke. Uh, as he as he started to become better and better, they spoke about him driving his old car that he had before he was in the NBA yeah, and he ended up signing with New Balance and now he's... Which is like kind of like would be considered like a low tier brand. Uh, or at not the really. time, At the time, I think when he signed it would have been, but now it's kind of gaining traction because, because of got, him. Uh, they've got him, they've got a couple other guys. Yeah. But I guess my point is, you know, he's, he's able to go into that. Not, not drip and yeah. not fashion, but now he has his own brand. He's become a brand. Yeah. So someone who... So he's still made to a brand. Yeah. But he didn't have to do all the work before. Exactly. Well, not the work. We didn't have to spend like the others spend. And it wasn't really intentional. It was kind yeah. of... They would have come at him with the deal and said, Kawhi, please, let's... But that's let's that's this. partly because of the championship, yeah? Yeah. Like without yeah. that, probably brand yeah. deal wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I mean, he was still really good. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure these guys would have so many sponsorships coming in. Yeah. Uh, just like you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew that was going to segue. Uh, Your mates on the lab talk, they'll be loving that. Yeah, they, uh, they. One of the guys said he got six six sponsorships a week. Yeah, he was talking shit, but yeah. <laughs> Is that I, a sponsorship? What you're wearing now? Yeah, as you can see, I'm all in line right here. 
uh, it's all I wear because it's, I just keep getting every time you we do packages. a drop. Yeah, every time we do a drop, I get, I get the stuff. So I do some. Change your size to mine, and then I'm sure we. That's can, it. Yeah. Oh, so many people are asking me to do that. Yeah. So you're on a waiting list now. <laughs> no, so, but um, no, it's it's cool, man. Like I do a bit of modeling for them, okay. and uh, I've got a I've got a bags. Are they a basketball brand? Uh, or they're just a brand yeah, basketball lifestyle brand okay. um, mostly basketball it's a lot of basketball inspired fashion. and how did you get in touch with them they just know you off social media or yeah so I actually met the owner briefly um, when he first started the business and then yeah. he reached out to me again when I came back from uh, when I came back from college so, so he was like playing the long game really well he uh, he just knew of me it wasn't like he was waiting but uh, okay. he relaunched the brand Yep. So it kind of died, not died, it fizzled out and yep. he kind of stopped putting his time and, and energy into it yeah. and then he wanted to relaunch it and when he relaunched it, he hit me up and he's like, look, you want to do some modeling for it? I see you're back, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, man, that would be cool. Uh, and then yeah. because of him, actually, we ran a charity tournament in the city. I saw that. A lot of people watching would have seen that as well. Yeah. It's pretty big, yeah. So it, it was really cool but uh, Shumi Boxes actually uh, sponsored that sponsored that event that we ran and they asked him if he had a model. And so I modeled for Shumi. Uh, they do shoe storage boxes and, and bags, as I was saying before. Yeah. So now I've got a, a sponsorship with Shumi. Um, shout out to Shumi. They're, sponsorship they're great. with Dodd Line. Yeah, so Dodd, what Dodd else? Line, Shumi boxes. And um, Clay Active is a sock company in New South Wales. Okay, so you're wearing their socks, you're wearing Dodd Line No, socks. I'm wearing Dodd Line today. Okay. Yeah. Um, but... I actually just got a package from, from Clay a couple of days ago. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, like, conflict of interest, like, how many sponsorships can you kind of juggle at one time? So, when I play basketball, when I'm on court, I wear Clay. Okay. Always. So, that's in your kind of, like, your deal? It, it's not in my deal, but it's kind of, it's not, like, written down. Is but it the way you kind of balance it? It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's the way I, I, you know, I, I, I respect. For me, I have, I have an ego. Yeah. I definitely have an ego. That's one thing I'll go on record and say. Um, but I'm, I, I do have a lot of respect and I have a lot of time for people who are willing to invest in me. Yeah. So if someone's going out of their way to, you know, give me a sponsorship or allow me to be an ambassador for their brand, yep. I'm gonna, I'm not going to forget about them. Yeah. You know, if they're investing in me, I'm investing in them. And, uh, yeah. So I clay active, I wear their socks whenever I play. So yep. my whole season in Adelaide last year. I and they're basketball socks. Or no, is, they is this are, such a thing as basketball socks or it's there is actually. Yeah. So like it would be performance basketball socks. Uh but he's his is more athletic and just lifestyle. Okay. So it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Um yeah, I know he's got a lot of he, he he appeals to a lot of runners and you know Yeah. People it's it's kinda you know, it's it's a it's fashionable but also sport related does yeah. that make sense so those are your big three sponsors those are my big three I also I help out one of my friends um, so he's given me a discount code uh, he's he's got a brand called Fly or Fall Clothing okay. so he's got some dope stuff I wouldn't really say it's a sponsorship it's just me it's a discount code yeah like a uh, referral kind of thing yeah it's yeah, more yeah. of a referral and it's more me you know he's a, he's a good friend of mine we, we spend a lot yeah. of time together in, in Melbourne and I just wanted to help him out I said look man anytime you got some stuff what's just, the code Shaq10 Shaq 10, that's the one. Is it actually? Yeah, it's actually Shaq 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, everything else is Shaq 20. So if Shaq anyone 20. wants to cop dotted lines, shoe me boxes or I'll put it in the bio. Yeah, put it in the bio. 
Uh, I only, hey, I only wrote good quality brands. You should put a link tree in your bio. I did have a link tree, and, and then, then I thought it was too corny, and I'm like, ah, oh. no, nah, it's good. I, I love link tree. I rate, okay. I rate it so highly as a brand or as a company. I do, I do. I have, use it for the potty so much. Yeah, it's, it's such a smart thing. It is. Like I just, it really is. Smart. I just didn't want people to be like, yo, this guy, oh, this guy, this guy is just, typical influencer. Yeah, just typical influencer. He's just waiting for his blue tick. Yeah, and then he's gonna forget about us. <laughs> If if you had played for the thirty six, do you reckon you got a blue tick straight away? Uh I don't know. It's it's weird. I've got a few friends that are playing in the NBL, and yeah. some of them have ticks, some of them don't. I think you have to request for it. Uh, no, no, not from what I've heard. You uh, oh. I have a friend in the but net. there is a way to request for it. Like there you, you is put, like paperwork in. But everyone requests for it. Yeah, okay. you anyone yeah. can. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. does. But I had a friend who played in FIBA three on three in the Netherlands. She played, well, she plays for the Netherlands national team. Yeah. She's really good. Um, but she didn't have a blue tick. Actually, it was funny because one day I was giving her shit about having a blue tick. And I'm like, uh, you got a blue tick. You're so big time. And yeah. she's like, I didn't even ask for this. She's like, I got approached at the tournament. And this guy was like, can I verify you? From Instagram. Yeah. Instagram scouts. Yeah, legit. And I Imagine was like, that that's your job. You just got to go like meet famous people. Like, <laughs> do you want your tick? Or <laughs> yeah. Can I verify you? And she was like, yeah, Great sure. Job. So that's how she got her tick. So yeah. there's, there's different ways of it. How happening. much do you care about that kind of stuff? Or like, I, it, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. I guess if you have it, you're like considered cool, but that's, it, it's so funny, man. It's like status is such a huge thing, right? Yeah, like huge thing these days. I feel like, like, like it's kind of goes in with what we're talking about. The brand like yeah. status is huge now. Yeah. So, you know, I would, I would be more respected maybe by certain people. Like, for example... I feel like young kids who would want you as their coach would be like to their dad, oh, look, this is Shaq. And the dad would be like, oh, all right, all right cool. It's like, he's got a blue tick. We've got to have him. Yeah. We've got to use him. <laughs> That's it. You like, know? you know, I, I feel like I motivate and I inspire so many kids. And for me, that that's enough for me, you know? Yeah. I know... I know that I'm well-known in Perth around the basketball scene, blah, blah, right? Yeah, and that's but enough for you. Let's say I meet a chick at the bar, yeah. right? And I say, yo, he's Blue, blue tick birding. He is my, he is my Instagram, right? Then it's like, okay, whatever. If that's I had a blue tick... Instant clout. Instant clout. I was out with my boy, John. John Mooney. Shout out to him. You, mm. you need to go to Miami. I've, I've heard like, apparently there's like a big... A lot of people in Miami complain there's too many short people in Miami, because most Shit, of the, I gotta yeah, go out there. Gotta go out there. Yeah, but I was so sorry. Back to what I was saying about like, John. Tall guys don't even need game. No, they don't. They don't. No, no personality. And needed. and John looks like a basketball player. Yeah. So well, so do you. Like, did you shave your hair just because like you wanted to uh, look I like just a don't basketball like having hair on, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Slows uh, you down. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, we were at a bar, man, and these these girls were, were talking to us and they're like, oh yeah. Um, this is here in America. No, this is here. This okay, is in yeah. Scarborough Beach. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you guys play basketball? Like, yep. And how could you they were like, who do you play for? And he played for the Wildcats. And I was only training with the Wildcats. Said, so oh, I was like, Wildcats. no, no, no. I, that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't. Sure. And now everyone that knows me would say, of course you did. But I didn't. I said, yeah, I'm going to, I don't, I don't know. I said, that no, well. no, no, no. I just play like in the second division. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play in Adelaide. But but he, he he's good. He's really good. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, who do you play for? He goes, uh, do you know the Perth Wildcats? And they're like, oh, my God. And then yeah. they got his Instagram and obviously he got a blue tick. 
<laughs> and then they kind of turned to each other like, oh, he's got a blue tick. And I was like, really? Is that, is that, that's it's really. superficial these days. That's really what you're basing it off. Pretty bad. And I was, I was talking to one of the. Speaks uh, volumes, eh? Speaks volumes. Huge. 100%. Uh, I was talking to one of the parents that, uh, of the kid that I coach. And I was talking to the dad and I was saying, man, you know, talking about like chick at a bar situation again. Yeah. If I go meet a chick in the bar, tell her about what I've done with basketball, I travel for basketball, you know, I'm going yeah. to San Francisco next month. She'd be all about it, right? I drive a 99 Corolla. Yeah. If she I walked her that. back to that car, she wouldn't come home with me. She'd leave. She would leave, right? Yeah. Probably start like not, like thinking your your story was fake as well. Even exactly. though it's true. Yeah. She'd probably be like, oh, it's fake. Yeah, so I'm, right. I'm big on not judging people. This is a Tinder swindler here. Have you, have you watched that yet? Yeah, I watched that's that. That's class, that's yeah. Dude's yeah. a menace to society. He's a menace to society. Hall of Fame menace to society. Yeah, and Nothing now... Nothing stop him. He's a free man. <laughs> he's a free man. Now he's making money off... Off, like, giving, like, cameos. Yes. I follow his Instagram, hey. It's Crazy. Caps. I reckon he should do his side of the story, even though it's pretty much the same, because obviously yeah. he did it. Yeah. Because I've got everything. Like, they've got the messages, whatever. Yeah. Just do it for Netflix. Yeah. You know, he'll make, like, 20 million or whatever. Easy. Easy money. Easy. So, Simon Levive. Shout out Simon Levive. <laughs> shout out Simon. If you want to come on the potty <laughs> via Zoom. You beat me to that. 100% to that. please come on the potty, Simon. Yeah, we need to hear your side of the story. And his accent, bro. We, we fire on the potty. I know. Imagine Simon Levive in the potty on TikTok. Yeah, and just know your enemies won't get you here. Yeah, 100%. No, yeah. it's a safe haven. It's, right it's right a locked here. room. We got it's a safe haven. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, it's, it's really, it's crazy, man. People are superficial these days and I'm, I'm really the complete opposite. I, I judge people from the minute I meet them. If I hear yeah. about someone prior to meeting them, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't even take that yeah, negativity say. or positivity into it. It's I, all about the vibe. Yeah. So much in life is about the vibe. You know, you want to meet like a new trainer for your business, vibe. You know, yeah. you, you like you meet someone, vibe. Yeah. Just everything about it is the vibe. Yeah. Do you ever like, have you ever turned down a client because of the bad vibes? Or do you think kids can't really have like their vibe fully figured out yet until they're older? I've turned down a client because their parent has bad vibes. Bad vibes. Well, that, that's probably a common thing, yeah. 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 Um, but you can you can see when it's legitimate, like legitimate bad vibes or yeah. when they're just kind of being a pain. Yeah. I feel like there's a, there's a difference. I had one, one guy that I obviously won't name. Um, no. <laughs> he wanted his kids to do training with me and then he also said that he the the kids were bringing one of the boys was bringing their friend yeah i was like cool okay i get there i tell the boys to go to the court i said i'll be there soon i'm having a chat with the dad the dad says oh yeah you know the boys are pretty good they got good ball handling skills their shots okay may, may need a bit of work yeah um and then he goes um but yeah look the other kid yeah, his shot's not great at all. He's the kid like, that's not his son. Yeah, kids that, yeah. that's not his son. And you're like, he's just tagging along. Yeah, and like, it's like, like this guy's just literally talking so much shit about him. Like, oh, his shot's not good. He can't really handle the ball. So, yeah, just see how you go. Yeah. I'm like, you're a dick, man. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Exactly. This isn't even your child. Yeah. And sure enough, karma hit him. Quick. And you're doing him a favor by letting him bring another kid exactly. to your training. Yeah. Yeah. But sure enough, karma hit him pretty quick and that kid destroyed his kids in all of the drills. Yeah. So normally I do my drills where whatever the set is, whatever the moves are, you go to five. First person out of that group to make five, then Wins. we end it and then we go to the next next set or okay. the next drill. Yeah. 
and that kid was killing his kids. And I'm yeah. like, that's what you get for being so rude and disrespectful to someone's yeah. kid who you, yeah, you have no right to talk about like that. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Could, he could have just been like, oh yeah, these are the two kids, my, my son's mate from high school. That's it. Whatever. That's all you got to say. They're playing the same team, whatever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was annoying, but... Few people liked it out there. Yeah, I know. It happens though. Yeah. You know? But that's that's it, yeah. You know, bad vibes and I steer clear of that. Yeah, yep. definitely. How do you train the kids differently? Because I'd say there'd be a lot of up-and-coming basketball players, like kids, that would probably um, train like a bodybuilder. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched TikTok. Like, there's a guy called Prime Train. Uh, seen his videos. He's like a guy know. with a mullet, plays footy. No, he I makes, haven't. He makes videos. Pretty good to check out. Yeah. He makes individual videos specialized for training for different sports. Right. So, he, he basically, his whole tagline is... If, you're, if you want to be a footy player, why are you training like a bodybuilder? If you want to be a basketball player, why are you training like a bodybuilder? And I feel like that would, that would happen a lot. Like can't, right. kids are just going to the gym, push-pull legs. Yeah. It's all they know. How do you kind of differentiate from that? How do you train in the gym? Not really on like on court. Like We can kind of like understand like you do ball handling, yeah. dunking, like shooting. You do drills. Yeah. Different for every sport. But how do you train in the gym? So the gym is, is different because you've got to understand the sport. Yeah. Right? Uh, unilateral movements, so single leg stuff, is a yep. lot more beneficial than bilateral, right? Mm -hmm. Now you have your, your compound lifts like your squats and your deadlifts and stuff, and those are always great. But do you kind of isolate yes. exercise a lot then more? then you isolate. So for example... Do you even I, train compound or you straight isolate? No, no, you ha I, I, ha Still I have training. to train compound. So I lift really heavy on compound and yep. then I'll go into into my other ones. And depending on what, what phase you're in of your of your period... Um, like uh, you have like generally you have a YTP which is a yearly training plan and okay. you're in different phases right so you'll yep. be in a pre in the preseason you have like a general phase then a specific phase and then you'll go into your competition phase and your competition phase are these phases based on body fat percentage or are they just based on it's based on what your schedule you need? okay your schedule yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so general and specific phases are your preseason so you yep. can push hard because you don't have any games that is that train is way really, harder. There's nothing to recover for. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing to recover for. You're you're, you know, you can you can lack in the in the practices because you're preparing for your season. Yeah. Right. Your off season is obviously where the most gains are made. So you're saying you lack your club practice. Like, don't give a hundred percent of your club practice. Not not, not to don't not, give, but like but you don't have. Yeah. If you don't have it, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not crucial. a ma major issue. Right. Yeah. But then when you're competing for a team spot or like what, are, then you need to be in prime. Absolutely. So like general specific phases are leading up to the season. Then you have yeah. your in-season and your competition phase is split up. So for example, the start of the season, let's say talk about the regular season portion, you're working at a certain volume intensity and your programs are a certain way. Yeah. Now when you get into playoffs, what's more important? You need to perform on court. So yeah, so definitely intensity. Like so so your on court is becomes more of a focus, and you kind of not take not not pull back too but like much. You're not going to lose muscle mass in like the two weeks, right? Exactly. So why go to the gym? So as you, much? You, you taper, yeah. right? So you just taper your workouts a little bit. You may decrease the volume and keep the yeah. intensity high. That's what generally happens. So that that's kind of how I. So, I would so you say decrease the weight, increase yeah. the reps. No, no, no. Just I would say decrease the, the reps and keep the weight. Okay. Yeah. So that that's how I would train. Um, well, that's how I tr I train. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, and yeah. if I was to train, I've never really trained kids for four years. Yep. Um, and when it comes to basketball, when do you start weights with kids? Anytime. At any age. 
I would say any because there's any a, time... bit, a lot of myths going around like stunts your growth. It's not true. Not true. It's been debunked so many times. Yep. But obviously, like, do you feel hesitant to start weights with kids under the age of twelve or even until like they're fourteen, fifteen? I would say now this is obviously completely subjective. Yeah. But hundred percent. Do your own research. <laughs> yeah. But how competent can the child do the specific movement you ask them to do a squat so you're saying if you weren't there yeah kind of what you're saying oh, not, not if i wasn't there but movement competency so how can you do it without looking like you're about to blow your back out yeah yeah <laughs> right or or twist your knee the wrong way so that's as a coach that's what you judge yeah right so you might put a wooden dowel on their back for example if you're doing a back squat yeah. and you might have a look and see how's their form look let's say their back's really arched or their neck's really you know, like high or their knees are tracking in, then you wouldn't put weight on them, right? Because yeah, no, if they wouldn't. can't do it with a wooden dowel, then you're probably struggling. But yeah. if if they go up and down really smooth and everything looks good, then maybe you can then say, all right, transition. Let's, let's, let's transition. Maybe you give them a kettlebell. So it's just, say, it's just different with everyone is what you're saying. Different basically. with everyone, yeah. And, yeah. you know, physical literacy is something I think that needs a lot more implementation in high school. And in basketball especially. Uh, no, just just across any sport, to okay. be honest. Yeah. Um, I feel like in schools in Australia, we tend to... Shy away a little bit from the weight room. Well, we shy so away that's from... That's what I feel like as well. Yeah. And there's, there's kind of less equipment available yeah, than you would is. think. Like most high schools in America would have a proper gym. Yeah, they would right? have a proper gym. That high is, schools here don't have a gym. That That is true. But yeah. physical literacy in the sense of teaching kids how to move. So yeah. run, jump... Those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, because kind of like of, once you're older, you can't change that. Yeah. Instead of play soccer, rugby, you can't teach a kid sport if they don't know how to move. Yeah. I think it's coming, but it takes a while. And then, of course, like kids that go to like schools with better equipment and better facilities just have such a like head start on kids that yeah. don't. Yeah. And I think the, the demographic of where you, where you are as well, you know? Yeah. Some, like what club's nearest to you? Yeah. yeah. Huge. Some, some kids don't have access to... Um, yeah, certain clubs or, you know, certain programs. Yeah. And again, you know, parents in in a certain area may not be able to afford to yeah. send their kids or they may not have time to get out there with their kids themselves. So yeah. there's a whole lot of things that play into it. And that's um, where like scholarships kind of come into it. Yeah, huge. So, you know, athletic potential, if that's, uh, if that's something that people can see, you know, maybe yeah. you get your opportunity. But yeah, it is it is something that needs to change. Physical literacy needs to be implemented more in high school programs or PE programs across yep. primary school and secondary school. Uh, and I think uh, I think people need to place more more value on on that and and not shy away from the weight room. Right? If we yeah. if we teach our kids uh, in any sport, or w- whether they're aspiring to play any sport, not it doesn't just basketball. have to be conventional lifting. It can it can really yeah. be like stuff tailored for your sport. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can like people. People don't really understand. You need to move to do anything in your life. Yeah. Right. You want to pick up groceries from the floor. You want to do your laundry. Yeah. Like you're squatting. You're well. You're you're hinging. You're, yeah. you're pulling. You're you doing know? something. You're, you're you're doing a movement. Yeah. So, I think yeah, people need to understand that. You know, being in the gym is not just about your it's not just about getting strong and, yeah. and and stuff like that. It's about being, you know, 
being exactly. long, longevity and durability yeah. as as a human being. So, and and as I said, you'll see it with our with our parents and and their generation and yeah, older. Definitely. They they struggle to move well because they never place any sort of value on that. Yeah, and the value will come through now, and then yeah. recovery is like obviously, like we said, sleep's going to become a big thing. Yeah. How do you kind of schedule recovery for your clients? Obviously, that's something that you can't track. You have no clue yeah. what's happening. Well, I talk to them first about the things that are very easy to control. Yep. Obviously, all their recovery, unless I stretch with them after, a lot of their recovery is out, out of my control. Yeah. So, first method, the method of recovery, sleep. Second method of recovery, hydration. Yep. Third method of recovery, nutrition. And you said weren't big on supplementation. Yeah. It's a no. part of nutrition, but you're not big on it or no. at all. No, I eat well and I train hard. Yeah. Uh, I think, I told you, I think I took creatine for about a week. Yep. Um, I didn't see any value in it, so I stopped. Uh, other than that, no protein, nothing. Yeah. You know, if I, if I... I feel I, like creatine is something that takes almost 30 days to even have an effect though. Yeah. If you'd given it more time, maybe you'd have... Maybe, maybe. And I know it's it's a lot to do with like water retention and, yeah. and stuff like that. You got to increase um, your water intake as well once, you, once you're on it. Yeah. But yeah, and yeah, I, I I did it for a little yeah, it was about a week, a bit over a week I think, and I didn't you know maybe maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance, but yeah. again it was something for me that I I saw gains over the years from the time I started lifting, and I started lifting late, which was eighteen years old. Yeah, because again I thought oh stunt your growth like which that. I see like a lot of high school basketballs kind of start late. Yeah, they need to start earlier. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing some work right now with the indigenous community. Like even MJ, like if you watch the last dance, yeah, like he was like pretty skinny. Yeah, but he started, was strong. But he he was strong. Yeah, yeah. That's but then it. like he like they really put in a lot of time in the weight room. Oh yeah. Like you can see in documentaries and stuff, it's way more than you think. Way more. But they understand the value in it. And yeah. 82 games is not not like a small amount of games. No, that's a yeah. game every four days. But the season's not a whole year. Yeah. So it's a game. Yeah. You exactly. Know, every two days. Yeah. But yeah, supplementation hasn't been huge for me. I've never really done it. I've seen gains um, because I've you know tailored my training methods and altered them as I needed to. Yeah. And I've, you know, I, as long as I see progression, I'm happy. And I have yep. been. I've been. No matter it. how small. Yeah. Every every year, I mean, every year I put out a highlight tape, yeah. and I look at the last year's one, and I look at the one that I just put out, and I I try to contrast them. Yeah. And if I can look at the one that I just put out and say, yeah, I'm much better than I was in that one. Happy You're happy. Days. Yeah. Yeah. If not, then we got an issue. 100%. So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'll probably ask you this big question. Yeah. Top six players all time or your, your, your six-man squad? Six-man squad. Ooh, okay. And not on 2K, like real life. Yeah. Or actually, we can, we'll still for both. So, like, combined. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, let, let's do it real life because I think it'll be pretty similar. Uh, how I'm going to do it is I'm going to do one at each position and I'll do a wild card. Okay, yeah, okay. Which, which is like what I was yeah. going to say anyway, yeah. So, Steph Curry, point guard. 100%. It can't be taken out. Shooting is just too OP these days. It is. And you imagine Steph doing that Back in the day. Decade, two decades ago. Like, like the guys would be like, Unheard oh yeah, he's going to run up to me. Like it's yeah. fine. And he's like 10 meters away. Yeah. And, and he's shooting. Shooting. He's like, Whoa. Yeah. So, Shit. you know, he, he's going to be one of the best point guards of all time. Yeah. yeah. He'll, and he'll greatest shooter of all time, you think? 100%. He's, Easily. He's, 
you know, he num- just broke the record, yeah. Yeah, numbers Most don't threes. lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Numbers don't lie. I mean, you're getting respect from a great shooter like Ray Allen. You're, yeah. you're legit. So well, do numbers lie when it's like Kareem? Because like his stats are crazy, but yeah, you know, I, again, it's a different era, right? Yeah. So, um, the guys like Kareem were just such an outlier in 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 their in scene. their time, and yeah. plus the thing is the competition. Like you, you can't really. You can't measure it. It's hard to gauge. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to gauge. The game's evolved. There wasn't even a three-point line at one stage. Yeah. So it's, it's very different. Um, but, you know, I, I tend to give players their respect for the era that they played yep. in. Um, and, you know, how good how good would you be now is another way you determine it. Yeah. But I would never take any, you know, credit away from someone like Bill Russell who has more championship rings than he can put on his fingers. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, he, the dude bowled out in his era. Like, yeah. give, give him credit. You still got to do it. Yeah, you, you Everyone did Everyone can it. be like, oh yeah, he did that, but like, it doesn't count. Exactly. But like, he still did it. Yeah, it, it's funny. You People know? always say to me like, oh, um, yeah, you should have dropped 40. Like if I'm playing in a social game or something. Yeah. Or like a game that's not an NBL one or an NBL yeah. game. It's not really like that. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's not. And it's like, you still have to make how many buckets. Yeah. To score 40. Like shooting a three, it doesn't really matter where you are. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the defense will change. Yeah, but like but shooting an open three, still, it's like it doesn't matter what court you're on. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, so, might even be harder in the wind and that kind of stuff. Just yeah, all the elements are out there. Exactly. So I'm just like, okay, you still got to do the damn thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Steph Curry definitely at point guard. Shooting guard, I know people would think MJ, but I'm going to say Kobe. Okay. Kobe, obviously one of the goats. I don't think I even need to describe it. The, you know, yeah. the, the way the guy moves, his mentality... Um, mama what, mentality mama mentality what he brought to the game with footwork and just just how crafty he was yeah. just unreal so Kobe at shooting guard uh, three man three man I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bron I know he's listed as a small forward yeah so yeah he's definitely one of the all time all time guys um, you saw his performance today yeah that's crazy uh, he's had plenty more of those performances, so he deserves all the credit um, from me. Four man, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Tim like, Duncan. I'm, I'm not a massive basketball guy. Like, all I, I, t- I know Tim Duncan from 2K. Yeah, like okay. literally. Yeah. So if you go, you go after this. If you go look at Tim Duncan's achievements and his accolades in yeah. the NBA, on paper, he's better than Michael Jordan. Really? Yeah. You go look at it, all the awards he's won, yeah. the championships, he's better than Michael Jordan on paper. That's a fact. And what era was he in? He would have been a decade ago. Like, okay. that would have been his prime time. Yeah, yeah. When the Spurs won a couple championships there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tim Duncan, under, not underrated because people know how good he is, but they, because he just had a different style of play, he wasn't like an explosive dude that was dunking the ball. Yeah. He shot bank shots, right? And he was just really solid. Uh, people never really put him down, but Tim Duncan is all time. Yeah, bank shots just become like, everyone's like, oh yeah, whatever. It's two points, man. It's the like, dunk, the yeah. dunk is two points. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, why shoot a two when you can shoot a three? Yeah, I know, right? But yeah, Timmy D made a, made a living off because that. Because it's kind of like the same risk. Like, like range isn't really a thing anymore, right? Yeah, We see really. people pulling up from halfway. That's it. So if you're going to shoot a, th- a two, you might as well shoot a three. That's it, yeah. Now now it's like that for sure. I think a decade ago, Tim Duncan made it made it work. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Um, I don't know if you've seen the video of MJ. He's like coaching like 200 little kids at Summit Academy. Yeah. And he's taking a three and he airballs it, but that's because he's so used to like the NBA three-point line. Yeah. The regular three-point He goes over the net because yeah. the regular three-point yeah, line yeah. is like too close. Yeah. It kind of shows like they're almost better at threes and twos. Yeah. 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 To an extent. Yeah, definitely. Because just more awkward, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, my fifth, my five man would be, Gotta be Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the, he's a beast. But one, of, one of the best off centers court of all time. now. He's such a legend off court. Yeah. He's so funny. And I would say he's like probably the greatest influencer in the world. Yeah. Just because he's like, he never gets involved in drama. Yeah. You know, there's no one's going to say something bad about Shaq. Yeah. He's pretty much in every ad from what I've heard. Like apparently in America, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you watch, you watch your TV. It's like, what am I watching? Yeah. Just watching Shaq. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, yeah, he's just, yeah, no problems. Yeah, entertaining. Easy going. He's a DJ. Yeah. Diesel. Oh, he, what does that, this guy do? Heavy Diesel, is that, is that his name? His I, DJ name? I don't know what he is. I think it has Heavy Diesel. Something yeah? like that, yeah. I don't know what it is exactly. He's I can't pretty good though. Goes to Tomorrowland, that kind of stuff. I know, yeah. He he's loves so funny. It. Yeah. He's so funny. But yeah, no, he's, I mean, he's, his performance on a basketball court is like, he dominated. Literally, yeah. beast and domination is the only two words to describe this yeah. guy. Yeah, and he's not even as tall as like Giannis. Yeah, I know, but he was just strong yeah. and that that power, man. The guy ripped down how many rings? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, uh, and then my wild card, uh, new age guy. Yeah, someone that's one of my favorite players. I have two favorite players. The first one is Joe Johnson, but yeah. my other one, who I'm picking as my wild card, is Demar Derozan. Yeah. So. He's obviously had a great run with Toronto. He was he was the man when when uh, he was over there. Now he, he he bounced around. He went to San Antonio, and now he's at the Bulls. Yeah. And man, this guy is breaking records at the moment, and I think he's only getting better than he has been for the past decade. Yeah. Right. The guy. The guy was the man as I said in Toronto and now he, he's still doing his thing in Chicago at an even higher level fair enough so he deserves all the respect he can get and I I love him as a player the way he the way he plays the, the mid-range game he has his composure his footwork yeah. unreal so MJ's so, not even on your list MJ's not on my list unfortunately is MJ a goat though? Uh, I think yeah I think MJ has to be given the goat uh, in like, terms I think of, LeBron might be the better basketballer but or no better player but MJ was a better sportsman or I don't know. something like I, that. It's kind of like, I feel like goats can't be made in like this era. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's hard like, to it's say It's a that. controversial opinion, but I think there will never be a goat of a sport ever again that's like, that's like not born yet or like still playing. Because I True. feel like, like in boxing, yeah, right? Like that's done. Like I know Floyd's on, but like Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson, yeah. clearly the goats. Yeah. And then, like, cricket, Don Bradman. Yeah. Um, like, tennis, either Fedra, Nadal. Yeah. Between those two, but they're done, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And then basketball, like, MJ. Yeah. Like, all the sports have their go. Like, running, Usain Bolt. Even yeah. if someone beat him, he's still a go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I feel you on that. Because that era, like, like the amount of stuff that they had, like, sport was just different. Yeah. Sport 100%. was, like, 50% heart, 50% skill. Yeah. Now it's almost, like all skill yeah that's very true that's a good yeah. way to put it and you know MJ was one of those guys that I think play with heart yeah that, yeah. that heart was was something that you, you don't see often these days but also his consistency yeah there's a lot of 
a lot of pitches out there where and they, it's not even playing your prime. Yeah, I know. Supposedly, right? well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pitches out there that where you see, um, like a imagine like a Facebook pitcher, for example, and it lists his game scores in a row, and you look at these numbers, and I can't remember which. There would have been multiple seasons, but the one season that I saw, the guy didn't. There was one where he one pitcher where he there wasn't a number less than thirty seven points. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. How that's is crazy. how is that your minimum in a season? And like, that's that's just freakish stuff. Yeah. It won't happen again. And, and and even if it did, it wouldn't be special like him. Exactly. If that makes sense. And someone like LeBron, I don't even, I don't think you see it like that. You know, you see you yeah, see well, that he, performance. Well, I mean, but I suppose he's old now, but he doesn't even play like half the games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, now we're soft. Like, yeah. The the league is the league is much softer than it was two decades, three three decades yeah. ago. Even though everyone's skills improved drastically. Yeah. There's always excuses. There's always, yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, and like injuries, like MJ played through injury. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And that, that's what goats do. Like Mike Tyson, he, like their spinal. You know, yeah. you know how when he's like, exactly. has all this like yeah. spinal, like something wrong with his back. His back was, his back was broken. Broken, yeah. And he still fought and that's he won. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't think it yeah. can't be replicated. Yeah. In exactly. my opinion. That's very true. That's very no true. No more goats in any sport. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll talk about all-time players or athletes, but... Yeah. Like Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like LeBron, obviously. Yeah. But not goats. Really good, but not goats. Yeah. 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 Agree. And then yeah. what about your Hall of Fame rappers? Hall of Fame rappers. All time? Top five. You what, what, f- what you said on your lab talk, I was like 100%. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I think you had Drake at number one. Drake at number one. Yep. Yeah. Was it Young Thug at number six? Young Thug got an honourable mention, I believe. Honourable mention? Yeah. Yeah, I'd add that as well. So, so Drake Tory Lanez. I love Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is He's class. Yeah. Future? Future was up there, yep. You had Travis, but I think Travis is kind of done now. Uh, yeah, Travis is kind of phased out a little, but... And I feel like Old he, Travis is good Travis. Yeah. But so, he almost had... A, a, he had didn't have a one-hit wonder, but he had three or four one-hit wonders. Yeah. And that was kind of it. Yeah. And if, you, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree... Travis is just very, I don't know. He's, he's just different. Yeah, he's different. The way he performs too. Like, yeah, we both don't rate Kanye West. No, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't, don't rate Kanye. I don't think so. Pop Smoke, I had it three. 100%. Can you believe Pop Smoke just releases like one album while he's alive? I yeah. think it's three after he passed away. Yeah. Because obviously they, his management yeah, recorded, yeah. but they were pre-recorded to an extent. Yeah. And pretty much all the songs in every album slap more than like an artist that's been doing it for decades. Yeah. Like some people's goats don't even compare to Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke is legit. You can turn Pop Smoke up yeah. anytime. Yeah. You're going crazy. Exactly. Any song. Yeah. You could like do like a like roll the dice for what song you play for Pop Smoke and be yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't think you could say that for other artists though. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I, um, I just wish he was like here. Like, that imagine. would be crazy. He would be making some fire. Yeah. Some fire content. 100%. I, um... It's weird. I saw I saw YG in California when I think, was there. Think he's sick. He's he's a crazy. He's crazy as hell. He's yeah. still like in the crip life. Yeah, right? he's still like a like gang. He's crip member. walking. Yeah. Yeah, but he's um, who only wear red. Well, no, he, he so he's a blood. He's not a crip. So crip, yeah, yeah, crip's yeah. blue. Yeah, he's he's blood. But he's like very. He's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he'll be the type of guy to be performing, and then he'll ask girls to lift their shirts up. And yeah, like, yeah, girls would do it because they're crazy about him. And I feel like his music's not on the level though. It's not, but he's like he gets so much love, and he's big. He's big in the Bay Area, which is San Francisco. Yeah. Um, 
But do you think it's because you saw him and you kind of lived there for a bit, so you're like, yeah, he's Yeah, good. I think he's just an honourable mention because he's like, he just makes dope shit. And I think yeah. because he has that swagger about him, that also helps. That, ha- that helps yeah. whether you're an athlete, even. Yeah, fair enough. You know, like, that swagger that you have and that attitude, like, it, it gets respected. Yeah. Look at someone like Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, I feel like you're the Kyrgios fan, because I am. I, I love yeah, him. Yeah, I, I, I do like him. There's some, some things he does is a bit outlandish. Like, when he... When he hit that, didn't he hit a tennis ball when it hit a kid in the head? Yeah. I was like, dude, what are you But doing? I mean, if Come you look on. at like Alexander Zverev, like legit this week or like yeah. a week and a half, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Like smashing his racket on the referees. I feel like that's worse. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. But curiosity is just constant. Yeah. Like there's never a moment where it's like, oh, he's chill. He's normal. Yeah. <laughs> he's but I feel like shit. he encompasses a lot what, or embodies a lot what like olden day sport was like. Yeah. Like he, he's got yeah, that definitely. spirit. Spirit, exactly. And but he, think, he's a great brand. But further than that, he's a great marketer. Yeah. He kind of plays into like what I call like the Jake Paul business model. Yeah. So it's pretty much gets so many people to like you and gets even more people to hate you that either way you're making money off them. Absolutely. Like Jake Paul, he does all these celebrity boxing fights. Most people watching and paying to see him get knocked out. Yeah. He sets it up so it won't happen. Yeah. But they're pretty much paying him because they want to watch him lose. Yeah. But you're paying him. You got to remember that. You're exactly. paying him. Exactly. You are paying him. There's, Same as Kyrgios. Yeah. You know, everyone tunes in. He gets a lot of numbers on seven or whatever it is, nine or whatever it is now. Yeah. But like most of the people, it's like old, old people like, like, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah. I hate him. Exactly. He's so bad for Australian but sport. But they're watching. But they're watching. Exactly. Giving him money. There is two random people that have the same kind of model. Yeah. Lavar Ball is one of them. Okay, yeah. So the dad of the yeah of the of Ball the, brothers. Of, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Well, just, just talk about him now. But loud, obnoxious guy. I love when he said, right? oh, "I'll see you in two years." Yeah, that's it. And Crazy. it's like people are like, "This guy's a fool," but again, you're you're watching him and you, yeah. you're tuned into all of his bullshit. So to I, speak. I think he takes a lot from like um, the Kardashians' mum. Yep. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, like she kind of got like media to hate them. Yeah, love them, but also like the like the healthy balance of jealousy. Yeah, because for for jealousy to happen, you have to kind of like someone, but also hate them. If that yep. makes sense, that's very true. Yeah. So then, like, she pretty much got the whole world jealous of her daughters. Yeah. And now they're paying them. Exactly. And he's also got the whole world jealous of his sons. Yeah. Like that's that's like the dream lifestyle. Imagine you grow up with three three brothers. You yeah. all play NBA. Yeah. You're all having fun. It's you know? it, it is a dream lifestyle, and the other person is Spanion. Who's I've heard that, but I've, I don't know who that is. Okay, so Spanion is like a social media oh. kind of sensation. He's so he's from uh, what is it? He he's in Sydney. Yeah, um, he's from Australia. He's t- yeah, he's big on TikTok. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the suburb that he's from. Uh, Redfern. Okay, I think he's from Redfern, in in, in Sydney, and. The guy is just, again, just an obnoxious dude, right? Just yeah. doing whatever the hell he wants, saying whatever the hell he wants. He's been to jail. Yeah. And now he's monetizing all that, putting all his... Such a good business plan. Yeah, just putting all of his shit on social media and people fuck Even Kanye's doing that now. Yeah. Kanye's putting his whole life out there. Yeah. What about Kanye at the Super Bowl wearing that thing where he couldn't even see anything? I've seen like the memes where it's like oh, what Kanye can guy. see. Apparently he whispered... Like, someone was sitting behind him. Yeah. And heard him whisper to the person that was next to him. I'm not sure who it was. Yeah. I think, was it the guy that, like, the NFL player that quit? 
during the game. Yeah. What's his name? I think it might. I yeah. I. I, I, I'm, vi- I'm yeah, picturing I'm the face, to... but I don't know the name. Apparently he whispered to them, like, oh, I shouldn't have worn this thing. I should have gone for something else. <laughs> like, this is terrible. But you know what? He got his publicity. Yeah. If that's, what he, if that's what he wanted. I think it overkills a bit. Like, yeah, he, he definitely he does. He does it. He does it. Everyone pays attention. Whole world, you know, stops and stares for a while, whatever. Yeah. And then, because he keeps doing it, people are like, all right, you know, same old Kanye shit. If he did that's a bit it. less, he found a healthy balance. He'd probably do it better. Yeah. 100%. But he plays up every two months. Yeah, I know. But that, that business model is becoming a big thing. Yeah. And you'll see it more, I reckon. How, how long until we see that with like a whole team? Like a whole team just like mm. in basketball or anywhere? I don't know if we'd see it with a whole team. I, I feel, like... feel like maybe the Australian cricket team after the sandpaper thing. Yeah. Close. Hmm. But not really. Yeah. Uh, maybe close. I still don't think it would go. Yeah. I don't think a whole team. That's a lot of people. Yeah, but, um, but a whole team of basketball players could happen. Ooh, five players or ten players? Five players. Maybe five, yeah. 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 And they'd just be known for that. Yeah. But I suppose that's kind of what the Bulls were at that time. Well, the no, it was actually the uh, Detroit Pistons. Oh, yeah, the, the people that they, they beat the yeah. first time, yeah? Yeah. They, they were like unstoppable. Yeah, so they yeah. were... In the last dance, that's showing actually pretty... That's well documented. Yeah. The yeah. Detroit Pistons with some dogs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, who's the last rapper then? Got four. So we've got Toxic King, the GOAT, yeah. Future. We've got Drake, Certified Lover Boy. We've got Tory Lanez, Five Foot King. So that's three? That's three. And then we've got Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. Wait, Drake, Travis. No, not, not Travis. Oh, you're putting oh, Travis oh, in? Oh, we're not, we're not putting Travis in. Okay. If we're not we put- won't just because of his like, recent controversy and stuff. Ooh. The Astro World. Okay. You seen that? Uh, that was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, that, that, that's very fair. My guy had people go into hospital. So, um, yeah, that's bad. Oh, you're gonna put me on the spot right here. I'm struggling to think of another rapper. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Pop Spotify quickly. Yeah, you, you know what? Maybe, uh, let me let me go look at my let me anything go, but rap caviar. No, no, no. I got I got my list. Let me let me check right now. I want to give you guys an actual. Do we think we're branch out into a UK artist? Ooh. Stormzy's good. I wouldn't say goat though. I wouldn't say goat. Okay, I got two here. I'm gonna let you. Wow, wow, wow. Hold on, I got three. Just say like five. Huh? Just say like as many as you want. Let's see. Okay, okay. What are what are our thoughts? Obviously, J Cole, great lyricist. I'm sorry. Great I'm sorry. lyricist hey, though. You you put on J Cole. He releases a song. This is my my opinion though. People yep. hate this. You put on a song. Lyrics hit you first. Yeah. Then the beat, but to play a song for the third time means you have to vibe with it, and I don't think there's much vibes with J Cole. I'd agree. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge like uh, you, J Cole. Like fan. I know you play like music before you start your games, or yep. like when you work out. Yeah. I wouldn't say you're playing. J. You Cole, wouldn't. Yeah. No, you wouldn't play J Cole. Next. But that's different for everyone. Some people connect with the lyrics more. True. For me, I connect with the beat way more. Than way the more. Lyrics. I mean, that's what basketball players is. I, I, yeah. I feel. But basketball players are. I, I just are feel like, like in my rhythm, that kind of thing. It just, yeah. just diff- it, It's a yeah. beat thing. Lil Baby. He's yeah. good. I think he's. I know we're saying there's no more goats, but Lil Baby wouldn't be a goat, but he'd be on a Mount Rushmore of rap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That, yeah, that's true. 100% the bangers he makes. His collabs with Drake three years ago, 2018, kind yep. of time. Yep. Insane. His new stuff is insane. Yep. His song, I know I don't, I wouldn't, I don't like lyrics much, but his song, 
when COVID was happening and the Black Lives Matter song, I'm not yeah. sure what it's called. Yeah, yeah. It actually is really good. Yeah, it is very it's good. It's actually insane. Yeah. No, he, and it still has a good beat to it. Like, you can still vibe with that. Like, yeah. Like, you don't have to be on, like, a intellectual level to vibe with that song. Exactly. But you and can be if you want to. Yeah. And Lil Baby is hype. Like, yeah. you know, when you, I can play him before a game and, and get hyped up. Um, Roddy Rich? <laughs> nah. No, not I enough. Wouldn't so. I wouldn't say not, enough bangers, but I think have he's a great artist. Yet. Yeah. Who else was on there? There was one more. Yeah. And now this is, uh, is going to be unpopular opinion. Um, Tiger. I like Tiger. Tiger I is you. You can hate Tiger, and you will still sing and he's dance. He's from the Bay Area as well, yeah. Uh, or oh, he's from LA. No, I think he's from LA. Yeah, I yeah. He's from LA. Tiger's sick. I yep. wish he was more consistent. Yeah. No, no, not consistent. I wish he posted more. I wish he released more. Well, like, I feel like I he every, did. He had his time. Yeah, he had his time. I mean, Rack City was the start of it. I feel like, but taste is a new level. Taste is like okay, one of so, those once in a generational songs. Yeah, but when Taste hit, every other hit sounded like Taste. Yeah. So that's the only issue. That's the much. only issue I have with him. But you know what? You will you will listen to Taste. You'll love it. Great. Then he releases the next song. Then you'll say, oh, this sounds like Taste. And you'll listen to that same fucking song. Yeah. And how many times? Like and you'll still like it. Yeah, so 100%. guess what? He's a great artist. artist. I don't care. Like, yeah, no, he's you good. can't You can't take that away from him. Yeah, I'd, I'd put Tiger up there, but I think Lil Baby deserves the fourth Lil, spot. Or yeah, the I think spot. I think we're gonna give him the. But Tiger's like the highest honorable mention, yeah. and Travis. If I, okay, so if I redid that list, Drake is definitely at the top. Hundred percent. Two people say he miss. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Drake doesn't miss. Two, we're gonna go with uh, Pop Smoke. Yeah, seriously, he's like unreal. His effect on the culture is just insane. Yeah, I have to uh, agree with you. Three that. is gonna be. Uh, like Pop Smoke's the kind of guy he releases an album you know how you can add like an album to your playlist yeah or you can add a song to your playlist yeah like in, with Kanye gotta go through every song listen five times be like okay yeah I yeah. like that I like Pop Hurricane I'll put Hurricane in that's fine you get that one yeah Pop Smoke just add the whole album exactly don't even listen to it yeah literally then, then now listen to it when you're driving literally yeah, yeah. Um, three is Tory Lanez yeah okay um, four is Future because he kind what's of what's your favourite Tory Lanez song Whew. Um, Diego. Okay, yeah, you said that. Yeah, Diego. I want to pe- put people onto a song. Um, Snoop Dogg and Tory Lanez. Yeah. I'm not sure what it's called, but seriously, that song is like so underappreciated. Okay, I'm going to go listen to that yeah. when I get in the car. 100%. Yeah. Um, fourth one is Future because he fell off a little bit. He was good. <laughs> he was good back in, uh, back in the day. But how good is Life is Good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Life is Good is a track. Um, his old stuff 56 is... 56 Nights. Oh, Six song, nights. bro. You're going to make me listen but to that the on problem, the The problem is, though, he released all that stuff on a, some is it on YouTube only. Or yeah. he, he had like some kind of issue. So he went to prison. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. He went to jail and they had recorded all the music on a hard drive. Yeah. And obviously... He, I didn't even notice any, any of this you stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. So his, uh, his producers and stuff were releasing that music. And... They, it's a 56 yeah, nights really never got its debut it just had to yeah. get released because he didn't really have a say and it was it like debuted. on YouTube and SoundCloud yeah yeah, I know. that's jokes but they just uh, they just released what music they had on the on the drive yeah. um, and then your last one will be Tiger I wish I could oh so not Lil Baby oh did we say Lil no yeah. no yeah sorry Lil Baby Lil Baby Tiger, Tiger is our honourable <coughs> mention yeah, yeah along with Young Thug and Travis yeah honourable mentions 
So we got three honorable mentions. Young and Lil Thug. Baby's our fifth. Yeah, I'm Young happy. Young Thug's with that. new slime album's good. Yep. Love yep. that. Young Thug is a very interesting character. But I think he paved the way. And yep. most really good songs, you'll see Young Thug's feature. Yeah, very, very true. And it can be something that's very much hip hop or something yeah. that's a little less hip hop. Yeah, so he, I don't know what kinda, kind of genre he fits into. It's kind of like a weird one. He's a weird guy. Yeah, so. he is. But he's, I feel like he's got like the big, like he's like a proper artist. Yeah, oh yeah. The other ones aren't really. Yeah. They're yeah. more like rappers. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And if I had to talk about actual like old school rap, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I don't like listen to that much old school rap. I'm, I'm big on old school rap. You like it? Yeah. I think it's good Did your music. appreciation grow when you moved to America? Uh, no, it actually started with my dad. My dad used to listen to a lot of it yeah. when he was growing up. And then he kind of put me on to a few, like Dre and Snoop. Um, okay, yeah. And then, yeah. But if I had to give you, I can give you a top five easily. I feel like that. it's Tupac, Biggie, Snoop, Dre, and... I'm, Tupac's not in my five. Okay. Controversial. So you got B.I.G. Yeah. Then you got Snoop. Yeah. This is, not, this is in no Snoop? particular order. Okay. The best two influences in the whole world, Snoop Dogg and Shaq. Not you, <laughs> yeah. not, not you. Facts. The other Shaq. Facts, big Shaq. But yeah. like, like those two, uncontroversial. Yep. Kings of their generation and era. Yep. Kings in an era where like, they shouldn't even be like knowing what like TikTok is. They shouldn't yep. even know, like, they shouldn't even have, like, Instagram accounts. Yeah. You know, they're, they're pushing, like, 50, 60. Snoop's pushing 60, yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, he's involved in, like, TikTok boxing, YouTube boxing. He's commentating there. He loves He's on shit. Super Bowl. He's so, on yeah, Menu Super Bowl Log. Is crazy. He's, like, Uber Eats. Yeah. Dude's everywhere. Everywhere. How yeah. do you stay relevant Respect. for that long? And the re- re- reason is because he's a good bloke. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's what it comes true. down to. Yeah. So I'd so, say, like, those definitely two best influences of all 100%. Time. So what do we say? We said B.I.G., Snoop, Dre. Yeah. And he's, then, he's like a big producer. Like he's not really like singing that much, but then... But 2001 is one of the best albums of all time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then the last two, we have 50 Cent and The Game. Oh, 50 Cent goes off. You heard about the rumors 50 Cent's Pop Smoke's dad. Really? They have the same name. Wow. And they're born on the same day. I've got to be fact checked on that stuff, but yeah, I've, huge, I've heard that's a huge rumor. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't think it's true. Right, but they got the same voice. Yeah, deep as. Deep. That's that's wow. That's very yeah. That's crazy. We'll do some research on that yeah. after. <laughs> we gotta Maybe get... we'll clip that part. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> yeah, we got to. Uh, yeah, we no, but yeah, I'm that. pretty sure the same day, born on the same day, and same name, like the full same name. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It is crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and then, yeah, The Game. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, game. yeah. So, I mean, the documentary was one of the best albums, I think. Um, so, if you haven't heard that, listen to that. Have a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty late now. Yeah. 10.30. 10.30, right. I know. We're going to talk so much about sleep. Might yeah, I know, some. right? Yeah. I got to 8 a.m. tomorrow. But this yeah. is the first night potty. Yeah. Came out well. Yeah. I kind of stuffed up. This light was supposed to be off. Oh, right. But didn't make much difference. No, I think it's fine. Whatever. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Night potty went well. That like, camping light is yeah. doing its job. Yeah, that's it. No, I'm sure I it'll feel, be... I it went well. I'm sure it'll be all, all good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no worries, man. I'll give you a fist oh, yeah. bump. As you guys know, he's a bit gone. injured. Maybe we'll put the photo up. Actually, no, we can't. YouTube will censor it. Oh, really? Yeah. But we'll put it on Instagram. Okay. Like on the slides. Okay. Yeah. Right. Awesome. 
Yeah, no, that sounds good. But yeah, thanks for having me, man. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Went deep, hey? Yeah. 100%.